Hey everybody, welcome to That Photography Podcast. I'm Bruce Moyle. And I'm Ed Jones. Alright, that's um, another show, another day. It's kind of sunny outside. Not Cloudy up this end. It was sunny where I was when I left at 7.30 <laughs> this morning. Wow. But... Um, well, yeah. it wasn't, I don't know, at four o'clock this morning when my little one woke up, I don't know what it was. It was dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we it's been a few weeks since we did one of these um, and we've both done some work. Yeah, been plodding along, wedding season starting to kick off for me and then did a, uh, my own sort of shoot about what, three weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was good. You came along and helped out. That was awesome having you on board. I think I needed it that day. I was my head wasn't in. The it was right all over space. the place a little bit. Your head as well as the weather and everything yeah, else. The weather threw me because I had a big plan in my head for a whole heap of shots, which was sort of half of the shots I wanted to do was out was going to be outside. Yeah. And with horrible weather and expensive dresses, you don't go. They don't really mix. And so, and we're at a like um, place called Quamby, which was. A big, nice estate home. Oh, it's stunning. Yeah, it's one of the one of the northern Tasmania wedding venues people use, and for other things. Um, but we were, I, I just remember us standing inside, looking at the rain outside, and you can see the, um, the usually the little creek, which had become like this tor- torrential river <laughs> at the back of the paddock, going. Uh, is there going to be a bridge? Yeah, well, that was it. We weren't even sure if we were going to end up needing to stay there the night because it that was... That wouldn't have been bad. <clears throat> it wouldn't have been the worst place no. to stay. It would have, wouldn't have been great because it's not the plan, but at least the rooms are good, the food's good. Yep. Um, yeah, I suppose that's the other thing to think about. It's not just a wedding venue. It's a, it's like a B&B, a hotel something. It's like an all-in-one. So it's an yeah. old um, sort of big sort of stately home um, that's been converted into a sort of a hotel um, and a function centre there. They've got a golf course um, and it's – so they do all in one. And when they do weddings, they do it exceptionally. I've shot weddings there and they they really do shut the place down just for the weddings. And, for example, once the bride's ready, when she's getting ready to go to the ceremony, they kick everyone out of the homestead, shut all the – Close all the shutters, close the wow. doors. If you want to go into the homestead, you've got to sort of knock and they'll come it's to the door and see, basically go, well, hang, okay, you're not the groom. Yes, you can come in. Um, and the groom's nowhere near the door, so he couldn't possibly peek. And then they just give the bride and the bridal party the run of, and her bridesmaids and family, the run of the house. That's cool. The beautiful lounges and the library and everything there yeah. that they can just sit around in and just relax and get ready. And then um, when it's time for the bride to head to the ceremony, they sort of open up the doors and yeah, make, get, it a bit make, of affair. make everything open and sort of here she comes sort of thing. So they do really, I think they add that extra. Yeah, um, that's amazing. That extra level of service to the weddings, which is pretty impressive to watch. And they're fantastic for photographers as well. They're very accommodating. Mm. So... Yeah, so you're, we went there. This wasn't a wedding or anything like that. This was a what do you what what we call it? This is you doing a shoot to create a new style. Yeah, it was. I'm in a in a place where I'm sort of shifting from one style of work, one look to another, and it's not something like some of my clients are like, yeah, yeah, we'd happy to to go with this but others like oh no we booked because we love this style so 
it's firstly I on I wanted to get some fresh material that sort of reflected the direction I was going. Yep. Um, and secondly, I needed to test out some ideas and some concepts and some techniques. So using different sort of lighting than I've been using mm. on weddings. And you don't want to do that. You don't mess around with ideas on a paying client's wedding. You just get the job done. You don't? <laughs> well, I don't. Um <clears throat> you just get the job done and you do it right first time and you stay with what's safe and yeah. what you know you can deliver on that's not going to m- mess people around. Whereas as with as you saw on the day, we're sort of playing with, hey, let's try this lighting out. Let's see what happens if we do yeah. this and let's try that. And it might – and with you helping with the lighting still, it still sometimes took us like five minutes to get Yeah, because I, I was shot. sort of trying to get into your headspace to work out what you wanted and – and that was interesting unto itself. But you, you started kind of rough. Like you, you oh, yeah, there. I started rough because the weather threw me. Yeah. Um, I drove up and I was just feeling really flat. I was looking at the weather going, okay, well, this stuff's everything pretty much. Yeah. And so that that killed a lot of my sort of ideas, which had me sort of going, oh, what am I going to do? Okay, I, need to, I still need to come out with the same sort of number of images. Yep. From the day, because this the thing about this, I suppose people need to realise is that you organised um, dress um, models, models, suit, so yeah, all the venue, details, venue, yep, and nobody was paying for anything, yep. So it was all, it's all, of. it's all just a just a trade for for trade everyone. For. So, but yeah, but the thing with that is, is that you need to deliver. I still it, need to deliver as yeah. if they're paying clients yeah. because they've invested at this in, level at least. Yeah, yeah, they've invested in the shoot that day. Yeah. So it was, I was a bit thrown, but I think driving up, I kept on thinking of, um, I can't remember the exact wording, there's a sort of David Bowie quote about inspiration and how um, it's almost like inspiration isn't, you is sort of almost for amateurs the way he puts it, you, even yeah. if you're not inspired, you just do the work and inspiration will come. Yeah, it's something I've heard lots and I try to take it to heart at times, but like it's, any, hard. it's hard at times as well. And um well, you kicked me into that on the day, which was oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had you kicking my backside along when I'd start to sort of... I, I wasn't trying to be too pushy, but I was just like, come on, man. Yeah. You knew what I, you knew what I could do and you knew that I could do better and I was, and you knew that a little bit of nudging. So it was good. By halfway through the day, I think we started to hit our... Yeah. Hit the, hit the groove and um, got the images. I mean, it's, it's one of those constants that even though we got what I was planning on getting I'm still sort of going oh, I wish I'd done this better I wish I'd done that better but I think always there's always happens. going to be that gap between expectation yeah. and if there's not that gap between what what you're doing and what you want to be doing then you're probably in a I don't know if that's a good place to be yeah I think that keeps us moving the difference forwards. was is like, unless you sat down and blocked everything out in pre-production and you had exactly what you needed and you knew exactly what you wanted yeah there's no way you'll ever have a like that thing in your head perfect. Yeah. And because was, a lot of the stuff was me going, okay, I'm not sure if this is going to work, but yeah. we're going to try this. And if that doesn't work, I've got this, which we can do, which will work, which isn't what I want, but will deliver yeah. for everyone else. So it was it was that juggle yep. of trying to get the stuff that I really, really wanted to work to work, and most of it did. And then it, at times going, okay, well, that's not quite working. Let's just go to something and deliver an image on this that – 
everyone else will be happy with, even if it's not what I'm looking that's, for. That's that's a risky thing to do, though, as well. Um, I get every. Uh, this comes down to the trade for photo thing, I suppose, as well. Like you, everybody has an expectation to get something out at the yeah. end, but if a somebody within that group has expectations for a certain type of image, yeah, like a a particularly a setup or something like that, and they go, I need that. I think you need to be very down the line going, you get that, that and that, or or you just get what I do. Yeah. Because otherwise I, I have this problem where I'm, if I have those, it's not restrictions, but it is in my head that I have to get certain things uh, on that sort of shoot. That means I'm more fixated about getting the goods for them than trying to do the shoot for what I was there for. Yeah. Does yep. that make sense? That makes sense. And that's, I mean, I had made it clear with everyone. I sort of said, okay, give me a couple of requests of stuff that you really want yeah. and I'll shoot that and you'll definitely get that. But then for the rest of it, just let me just take what I give you that I'm going to create because I'm. Yeah. this is all about pushing the levels and this is going to be what it, I'm wanting to deliver to you. Yeah. Um, whether we get 50% of that or all of that, we'll see on the day, but that's why we're doing it this way and it's not a shooting this stuff on a wedding because we need the time and the space to play and to mm. test out ideas. It's an experiment. And everyone understood that, which was good. It was a good team to work with. and Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody was casual and that. The venue were great and they fed us. Yeah, well, very nicely. Yeah, and everything. It was, it, was a, it was a fun day, even though you had you know, had those little niggles and issues in the camera at the beginning and stuff like that. Yeah, and, that's, and that was also another thing. I was going in with a new camera, which was... I actually intended that. I had my yep. old standard camera in the bag in case I really couldn't get the new one to deliver how yep. I wanted it to. No, and I also suggested at one point you needed the switch. Yeah, and I just went, no, okay, I know what this is doing wrong and I know how to fix it. I just took the five minutes and got it and it was... Which, which is fine. Yeah, it was fine. And that's I'd prefer to do that on a shoot like that than on at an actual wedding. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Better to get that out of the way on a shoot that's your own than on someone else's. Yeah, and true, true. I, I don't think, like, I think the intention was to learn and use that camera, which was fine. But I think we're about an hour and a half in where we're having, you're just going, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, there's only so many hours in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And the, the thing was with that system, what I know about it is it, it does start to bug out under high load and when yeah, and I wanted to test a few things like there's there's a few issues with batteries in them so if in some circumstances the batteries will get too hot and the camera will shut down and I yeah. wanted to see where that line was and whether I'd cross that yeah so it was I can't couldn't do that going out and shooting my kids in the backyard I needed to do it in a well, you can't put a oh, rapid fire and get them to kick a soccer ball yeah it's it's it comes down to there's yeah there's a few bugs in the yeah. system, which um, I think they probably need to get ironed out before they release them to to well, it's a good market, but I think that's a good um, reminder that one try never to take a brand new camera which you've never used before out yeah. in, on, on a pro shoot, um, which had been paid for. But the other one is um, always have that backup there just yeah. in case. And I had the backup there, and I was pretty close. Like when you're saying, "Hey, it's time," it's like. 
And if I hadn't been able to figure out that bug in the next five minutes, yeah. it was going to be like, okay, dump that, grab that one. Yeah. Um, but also there were like for some of the purpose, some of the shots, I really wanted the new one with the extra resolution because. Oh yeah. You had a full intent of what you wanted to do with that camera. Yeah. I'm and it would have sucked some, to have gone to the old one. It would have sucked to go on to the old one because a couple of those images are going to be printed really, really, really big for yeah. my promotional purposes and need to be hold up to scrutiny close in. They're not like billboards where you're viewing them from 100 metres. And they're 3 DPI. And they're 3 DPI. They need to be big, biggest wall prints I would offer my clients and need to be at people looking at them going, wow, like you can count the eyelashes on that still. Yeah. Um, so fine detail, like which the my backup probably wouldn't have held up, wouldn't hold up quite as well. Yeah. Sort of an eight megapixel difference. It does count when you start talking in those terms, um, which might not be a real world practicality, but just for a promotional for my own, wanting people to look at these prints up close and go, "Gee, that's that's sharp." Yeah. Well, uh, for wow, prints, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if people think of it as sharp, or, or I think they, you know, this is. Oh, some people probably do, but probably a lot of people just look at it and go, that looks really clear. Yeah, yeah, clear, that's what I mean. So, yeah, there were a few reasons to persist, which is why I just took that cup five minutes and I didn't completely get it set how I wanted. Yeah. All I did was I just, it's got various custom settings. I just set up one custom setting and said, this is what I'm going for with the rest of the day. Yeah. Ditching the other ideas, and I'm just going with this because this is what 80% of what I need is. Yes, yeah. So it was, I mean, that, that was... The day achieved a lot. Like, yeah, my head wasn't in the right space at the start of the day, yeah. but we get that. Yeah. We get that on, on days and better to have that on a day like that than where I've got actual clients. Yep. Um, well, it's good that everybody <clears> – <throat> well, not everybody knew each other, but um, the model, Jess, we've both worked with a lot, so there yep. was no issues there. Model makeup artist, it was – Yeah, every like within reason, everybody worked with each other in some way, shape yeah. or form. Not me per se, but but you with everybody that was involved. And the good thing was like part, some of the issues were able to be sorted out while some of the preparation was still going on yep. for the model. So while she's getting her hair and makeup done, some of the issues happened while we were shooting those groom photos, yeah. which um, they're still like – there's nothing wrong with them. It was just slowed us down a bit. But mm. we, I don't know whether I would have wanted to get too much more than I got from that, yeah, well, that the, little section of the day anyway. So Yeah, because it's not – in reality, you're more working towards the bride than the groom in this yeah. instance for the look because this, this is me not knowing but I presume from all the talk I've heard from everybody is that the person who generally spends the money, the big bucks, is the bride. Yeah. So it's typically, typically yeah. it's uh, the bride has a lot more sort of emotional investment in, in a wedding and in what the images and how the images look from their wedding. Yeah. Um, whether it's just a bloke thing but I think probably 50% of my groom's like, oh, yeah, I don't know why we even need a wedding photographer. But the cool thing is when they get their albums, they're like, oh, gee, I'm glad we got a photographer. I'm glad, I'm glad she talked me into it. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's not mine. Because um, I now can eat. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can feed my children. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was good. Worked out the bugs. Um, there's firmware I think was released um, over the last couple of days, which will address a couple of those bugs that 
we encountered. Um, so I haven't uploaded that yet. I'm waiting till everyone else tests out the firmware to make sure that it works. Yeah. Um, You're a little gun shy. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I, I'll just let everyone else sort that out because I'm comfortable with the camera where it is now. I know the firmware will fix the bugs, but I know to, how to avoid them at the moment. So yep. I don't want to encounter a new bug. That's that. That's called upgrading your operating system on your computer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's been a few nightmares about that. I haven't done that lately. No, never have I. I used off. to be religious about it, but um, no. Lightroom compatibility issues. I've been hearing well, with the I, new well, version. I, I don't even look at Lightroom nearly anymore. I look at Capture One. Yeah. Um, but yeah, or oh, Photoshop. Capture One and Photoshop are two my two test beds. And if I hear any issues with either of those, then I'm, yeah. Um, but Adobe is not so bad because Adobe are usually pretty quick these days with Creative Cloud and getting their updates pushed. Creative Cloud's yep. actually amazing because of their updating system. Yeah, yeah, it is good. It's it's it, that's actually kind of funny. I second shot for a photographer last week yeah. at a wedding, and. Um, so I gave him a cards at the end, which was a really nice feeling. Just going, here you go. I don't know what that's like. I think I did that at yours. Yeah. Post-production is all yours. Um, yeah. But then I get a panic the next day going, I can't get the cards to read. Lightroom won't import. And it's like, okay, you on CC? Yes, I'm on CC. Which version of CC yeah. is the update? Because a couple of iterations ago, it was a whole clean new version of Lightroom. New version of Lightroom CC. Yeah. So she'd done the update but hadn't brought changed. Cam- brought Camera Raw in, the new Camera Raw. Yeah, what she hadn't done was her shortcuts were still uh, going to the old version, which she hadn't taken off. She hadn't deleted the app. Hadn't deleted yeah. the app. So it was actually, although she had the updated new version That was always on, la- launching it as default, the old one. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, I can't do it. It's like, um, what you need to do is check. And I said, this is the version you should have. It's like, ah, oh. and you need to get rid of that old version, put the new version on, yep. and it'll read the cards fine because it's... It's it, a new camera. It's a new camera. So, um, and it's like, oh, so, I mean, I had, I'd encountered the same thing when I first uploaded. That's when I discovered the issue was when I first uploaded my first few test photos from the camera about a week before that hour shoot. Mm-hmm. It's like, hang on, it's not reading them there. It's like, oh, I've... Still using the old Lightroom, not the new one. Yeah, so. easier to do. Yeah. Um, well, we'll call it quits on this episode. We'll, we'll we'll go into another one. We'll find a different topic. Have a short coffee break and then find something else to talk Indeed. about. Indeed. All right. Thanks, everybody. I was Bruce Moyle. And I was Ed Jones. Uh, you can find me at Joffrey Street Productions or B Moyle on Instagram. You'll find me at, uh, oh, it's now Ed Jones Weddings on Instagram. And... Um, edjonesweddings.com for my wedding work, edjonesphotography.com for my portrait stuff. All that sort of stuff. Just find us online. Yeah, find us. Cool. All right, catch you. See ya. Check. 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 Check.